Hello, kitties, and welcome back to the Sean and Robin Show. It's presented by Titanium Bros Media. Find us on iTunes, Facebook, your BlackBerry podcast enabled smartphone, and now on Twitter at Sean Robin Show. I want to start out, um, before I get to the topic of the day, I do want to report on some great, 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 great fan mail that we received. Uh, we got some, and, and, and the reason I want to report on this one is because this person actually listened and they sent in a picture. And uh, it was nothing bad, but it was it, it accompanied the email, and I find that to be great because to find people that can follow directions, that's a rare thing these days. So the email um, gave praise to the show, but I want to report on one particular part of the email in which this person said that you, Sean, are like a cross. Your Archie Bunker meets Howard Stern in a hot man's frame. Keep up the good work. <laughs> And I just want to say, um, you know, that that is one of the best things anybody's ever said to or about me, and I thank you for that. But also, because I did get a picture, too, this person, and Robin can attest because he saw this email and the picture, this chick is fucking hot. Okay. Oh, yes. So, for a chick that's this fucking hot to say that to me, um, basically, my week has been made. So, thank you for that. And my week has not. Thank you very much. You saw the listener. picture, so your week has been I made, saw, too. You know what? I saw the picture, and yes, that's slamming hot, but it was addressed to you, not to me. So what? <laughs> that's the kind of... This is the kind of chick that seeing her brightens up your day. It doesn't matter if you see her in passing at the bank. Okay. Yeah. You know what? Um, for those guys out there that went to college or even high school... You know that really hot girl that was in your 8 a.m. class and why in the hell you would ever have an 8 a.m. class, but that was the only time it was offered? She was that extra incentive to go to class. That's the girl. Or she's like that hot girl at the bank that the teller, right? Yep. And you're trying to pace yourself in line like jump rope to see if you get her, but then you realize you really have no choice. It's just whoever's open. And you walk up and you're like... Right on. You know, this is the girl, and she has to talk to you because she's the teller, and you're the banker, or you're the bank person, right? You're banking there, and then you realize how much you have in your account, and then you see her smile fade. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, I think he's describing a role-playing scenario. (laughs) So, yes, that is that hot girl that if she smiles at you at the market, your day is made. Yep. She's the girl that if you're at a stoplight and she smiles at you, your day is made. That's the kind of girl like you. She's like the missed opportunity girl. You know what? That's it. She's she's like the missed. She's like the one that some weird people would go to Craigslist for missed opportunities for. But she's the kind of person where you're like, wow, I want to go back to that intersection at that same time to see if I can see her or the grocery store at that same time to see if I can see her. That's pretty much this kind of girl. She has... Okay, I'm going to describe her a little bit, if I may. She has these amazing piercing blue eyes and incredible cheekbones and features. And I'm speaking not only from red-blooded, warm-blooded male perspective, but also as a photographer. Cute dimples, perfect smile, full lips and sassy blonde hair. Yeah, I don't know anything about the photographer's perspective, but I can just say I'm turned on. So <laughs> that's that's my description. I'm turned on. 
Yeah, beautiful skin tones, uh, great rack. And to any of our other hot female listeners out there, if you um, have a great comment about the show and a great picture to match, please uh, send those in to titaniumbros at gmail.com. And uh, we will certainly give you a thorough evaluation. As we all know, I am an amateur gynecologist. So <laughs> I can give you the full rundown by just seeing a picture. Well, this I was pleasantly surprised to see this picture. So, you know, she's, she's stunning, beautiful, cute. She's got that, like, sexy cute thing going on. So, <laughs> made anyway. your day, not so much mine, because it was all about you. Oh, uh, well, you know, that's that's the standard. In my world. (laughs) (laughs) So, I want to ask you a question, Robin. Um, Shoot. What do you think of, or do you think they even exist, emotional affairs? Wow. I personally think it's, uh, I'll say hogwash, because for some reason I'm feeling retro. I think it's nonsense. You think emotional affairs are hogwash? Yeah. Well, you know what? I'm going to have to say this. Um. Speaking from a standpoint where, um, in my earlier years, you know, there's been gray areas on the breakup, um, AKA like, okay, was this considered cheating or not? And I've learned since then. So ladies out there, I've absolutely learned since then and also being cheated on. I'm going to have to say this. When a guy's out there and, you know, the woman catches him, what the, what she keeps asking is, do you love her? Do you love her? Do you love her? Well, did you kiss her? Or do you love her? I mean, for guys, it's like, really? You want to know that? that? No, not at all. Or maybe or whatever. For the guy asking the girl if the girl cheated, did you sleep with him? Did you fuck him? That's it. So, ladies and gentlemen out there, we're going to have to understand that both male and female and their counterparts, they're, they're different. Absolutely different. Absolutely. Because most of the women, I mean, they can get over the physical act of the sex. And they're more concerned about where your heart is or if you kissed them because they relate that to the heart. The guy is like, I don't give a shit if you love him, but did you fuck him? You know, and the guy is different. It's the guy is claiming the physical part and the woman is trying to claim the heart or the emotional part. So I think in that question, it's it's absolutely different. I've actually had someone in the past kept saying to me but I never made love to him and for me I'm like okay and that helps me how you know it was still painful to hear so um, I think women can be more understanding forgiving if a guy physically sleeps around I think that if a man is carrying on a correspondence with a female it will affect them differently if it's from a guy's perspective and the woman is talking to someone, the guy's going to be like, yeah, you need to knock that shit off. But 
he's going to see red and rage if she physically um, is intimate with him and has sex with him. So, well, of course, physically. I mean, that's that's not even going on. I, I just this came up because of something I saw on television, but it just made me think because you know emotional affairs are generally defined as when you're having these deep conversations about serious things with a member of the opposite sex. And I kind of, I had to laugh about it at first because I had to realize I've actually told women in the past to have an emotional affair. Because, like, if a woman tries to talk to me about something that's, you know, really, there's something I don't even want to hear about, which is most stuff that they want to talk about. But, I mean, you know, I'll tell them, look, go talk to your gay friends. Like, if you want to talk to a man about this, go talk to your gay friend. Like, I don't want to hear it. But they can't give certain perspectives as a masculine alpha male can give. Yeah, but the thing is is that women don't ever want to hear that because then what do we try to do? We try to fix the problem because that's our job. And then I don't want advice. I just want you to listen. You know what? I, I don't understand what that means. Okay, that's different. That's saying, hey, do you need to vent or do you need someone to help you figure out a problem? That's two different things. That's like saying... Oh, Sean, I had this massive freaking problem with my, you know, my Mustang going over Mulholland today. And you're like, man, that sucks. Let me pour you a beer and let's uh, let's hang out and have a cigar. That's one thing. Or if I call you up and say, Sean, I'm flipping screwed. I need a tow and I need you to pick me up so I can get to, you know, Tony's auto shop. Which is completely different, though, because no chick is going to be talking about that. They're going to be talking about something stupid. My that's boss my point. This. One is venting. The uh-huh. other is, I need your help. So if a woman vents, she's just trying to, to decompress versus if a woman wants to actually solve the problem, she says, listen, I need your insight. Here's what's going on. I need to figure out a solution of what I'm going to do tomorrow or this week. Right, but the difference is that women want to vent about stupid Garbage that sounds like a problem. Like they want to vent about they're not getting respected at work. Or they want to vent about, you know, I don't know, the dress they bought, whatever the hell it is. I'm not listening. But they, they want to vent about stupid stuff like that. If you're going to vent to me, you're going to tell me a story in which somebody said something to you or did something and how you corrected the situation. Like on an earlier show, when I said that somebody who works for us was going to try to tell me what we're going to do, even though her name wasn't on the goddamn project in charge. And I and what did I do? I corrected the situation. No, it was I felt I was, like grabbing a, you know, a ballpark hot dog and a beer and watching the whole thing. Exactly. And the only reason it didn't is because we didn't have them there. Yeah. But but that's what I'm saying is that women frame their venting as a problem. And so I don't know. Like when you bring me a problem, of course I'm going to try to solve it. Why the hell else would you be bringing me a problem? But if, you're, if your thing is you just want to vent and it's going to sound like a problem, like I said, go talk to your gay friends or your girlfriends. I don't have time for it. Okay. That makes sense. So back to an emotional affair. One, do they exist Hmm. You know what? I don't know. Like, okay, if I was deeply in love with someone and there was a guy that they were always on the phone with, I would be pretty uncomfortable with it. I'd be like, you need to knock that shit off. I need, but then again, as a man, I need to reclaim what's mine as a man. See, I'd have a problem with it because not because she's talking to him, because in my to me, it's 50 50 is like it's for as far as in anger or not anger, because on the one hand, I'm like, well, great. She's talking to him. I don't have to hear that garbage. But then the reason I'd be pissed is because I know if that's a straight man on the other on the other end of that phone who's not related to her, he's only doing it. Exactly. He wants to fuck her. Right. Because he thinks he's going to be getting brownie points. So I'd be brownie points my ass. He wants to get in there. No, no, no. I'm I'm, I'm saying he'd be getting the points to do that. You know, like he thinks that would be, you know, earning him 
right to the vagina. Um, but but that's why I'd have a problem with it. Not because, well, you're not sharing your emotions with me. It would, it would be one thing if it was a, either a girlfriend or a gay friend. Right. Then, then it's like, listen, if you need to emotionally debrief with someone else, I, I can understand that. If it's a straight guy that is listening to all this crap and being there for you and you want to open up those inner parts of your blossom to to get to that's different right because he's trying to get to her inner blossom exactly he's trying to get there he's trying to get in there that's what i'm saying and i mean for women women usually use this phrase towards men like you were you didn't have sex with her but you had an emotional affair and ladies no we don't no guys guys don't guys don't here's the thing um women can have emotional affairs and they are affairs men uh, and here's why it's not on the woman's behalf so ladies out there it's it's not like your fault like oh no you cheated it's because the guy that you're talking to if he's a straight male he wants to screw you he wants to have sex with you that's why that is why right if it's a gay male, of course he doesn't want to have sex with you. And if it's your girlfriend, she doesn't either. Well, maybe she's kind of curious because you're hot. But, you know, it's not like that. It's there in your corner. They want to help you. They want to feel close to you intimately, like emotionally. If it's a straight guy, he wants that closeness so you feel safe so he can physically get close. Right. Now, on the other side, men, I don't think can really have emotional affairs if there's something bothering a man and there's certain like we've discussed in earlier podcasts there's a few people less than five people on your you know you can count on one hand on your inner circle that you can confide in that are super close friends and they can see you like really break down and be like fuck you know i wish my dad was around i wish i could talk to my father about this I, i'm going to talk to you about this because i trust you implicitly and this is as far as it goes that is that group of core guys however on more of an emotional feeling debriefing kind of thing if you are not in a relationship there's going to be probably a girl or two that you lean on and i know for me there's a few girls that know me intimately emotionally that I lean on as well and I love to death and they're there for me because I wouldn't lean upon some of my guy friends like this for sure and if I was in a relationship I would also continue to have them in my life and lean on them it doesn't mean that I want to have sex with them it doesn't mean that you know I'm anxious to get them loaded and some drunken night or something like that it's just they're there for me and they understand me on a certain level where i can break down those walls so you know what and the whole world no part of the world gets to see that side of me no one does and you listeners out there i'm talking about it because it really does exist for almost all guys it just very few times do you see those inner layers and to quote trek you know (laughs) We're like onions. You know, it's... You get into those inner layers. Several, several layers. And once you're there for a guy to talk to a woman on a very intimate level, an emotional level, it's not cheating. It's not because he wants to have sex with her. It's because he wants to lean on her. He needs to debrief. He needs to detox from something. And he trusts her in that realm. 
And see, that's that's one of those areas where where I have to sort of just I don't know look with awe as uh, as Robin talks about that because I don't understand. Seriously speaking, I don't understand what you're saying because to me, when you're talking about things that are that deep, I don't think women have the capacity to understand the way a man does. Like, and and I'm not going to be cryptic about it. I'll be I'll be specific. Women don't really have a concept of how your career is linked into everything else in your life. Because, like, for a man, what he does and how much money he brings in is almost is a definition of who he is. And women don't understand the trepidation and the, the just the, the, the general just fucking fear that men have to keep. I mean, you can look at a man. I guarantee you this. Bill Clinton is um, one of our greatest presidents, at least in modern times. Very well respected. His presidency is looked at as, as a great time in America. I've never, ever spoken to Bill Clinton. I have shaken, uh, shaked his hand before. But Same I've, here, sh- as a matter of fact. But, he but and I, the Pope. There we go. Either one of those guys, both great men. But I guarantee you that if you talk to them and you got them, you had a beer with either one of them, I guarantee you they would tell you that they have so much more to do. They feel like they haven't really done as much. They feel like they're climbing a mountain. That is a very masculine uh, concept. The idea that you have to continue to achieve. The day you stop achieving is the day day you're not a man anymore. Women don't understand that concept. They don't. They don't get it. And and so I don't. I wouldn't waste my Maybe time. Maybe gold diggers might because it's like, don't you have more to go accomplish? Right. But because at the end of the day, they are narcissistic and they're worried about what right. they're getting right. out of it because right. they're digging for that gold that you're bringing in. But what I'm saying is, a woman doesn't truly understand it the way a man does because a woman can feel fulfilled if she has a child, and that's the end of that. I had a child. I'm fulfilled. Some some women. Some right, of course. But you know, I, we're doing a, a broadcast to a broad audience of broads as a great broadcaster once said um but but what i'm saying is is like i wouldn't waste my time talking about something that's really deep as far as in a male concept they don't understand it they don't understand the sensitive nature of the relationship between your father and you because women understand the relationship between their mother and them which is adversarial most of the time but for for men it's different you know it's your father is a is is who you aspire to be and and it's not like in this like a lot of women I've noticed have competitions with their moms. You know, the mom is jealous because you're young and hot and she doesn't get that attention anymore. Or you're jealous of the mom because whatever. But for guys, you know, you can be 40 years old and lose your dad. And you're like, well, hell, how am I supposed to be a man now? I don't I don't have the example in front of me. This is true. Uh, ladies and gentlemen out there, a quick side note. Um, both Sean and I are Superman fans. Absolutely. And both of us regard our fathers um, as supermen, as in the Superman. And uh, a quick, you know, uh, God bless Sean's father. You know, may he rest in peace. uh, Because Sean, in my eyes, is also a great man and truly a great friend. Um, For my dad, um, who I love dearly, you know, with all my heart, we didn't always see eye to eye. One year, I gave him a thermos because he likes to go golfing early in the morning where it's cold. A thermos with a Superman insignia, and one of his golf buddies saw that, and he's like, "Oh, is that what you think of yourself?" And he turned and looked at the guy, and he said, "No, this is a gift from my son and what he thinks of me." And so that Superman 
is how we regard our fathers. And that's how it should be. I mean, you know, and, and it's just, just knowing just knowing my father's resume alone, you know, growing up was, was enough for me. Because, you know, growing up in the two-parent house and seeing the relationship, that's why I was able to, to mold myself into the, the greatness that I am today. Which, in my head, is still not even 10% of what I'm achieving. You know, my father was a, a, a war hero in a real war, by the way, World War II, shooting Japs in the South Pacific. Uh, a civil rights hero who was who was uh, they unsuccessfully tried to intimidate with cross burnings and everything else in the '60s, and and a practicing dentist in our in uh, the, our hometown for over 50 years. So you know that's the greatness that I'm chasing, and women don't have the capacity to understand that like a man does, and so I'm not going to bring those feelings and those thoughts to a chick because she's going to have no idea what I'm talking about, which is why I was saying I don't like I'm, I'm genuinely confused when you say that you might talk to a chick about certain things because they're not going to get that. They're, they, they have no frame of reference for that or otherwise they're men. <laughs> That's true. I'm going to I'm going to have to say like debriefing, you know, if you're with that girl and you can debrief and and I'm not saying like every day you come home crying or something like that. I'm saying wow where you can break it's back to what i said earlier in another podcast behind every great man stands an even better woman i don't want to be with some woman that's beneath me i want to be with a woman that i think is greater than me because i want to be great and in parallel and correlation with that the right woman can make you the wrong one can break you and i've had the wrong woman that has absolutely broken me and that's and that's another area i didn't bring it up on that show where we just kind of fundamentally part ways because i think that behind a great man is a great woman but not necessarily greater um I don't think I think that it, you know two great people can make great things happen and i do agree that the the right woman can help make you and that the right woman can help break you because the, the 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 thread that's running through all that is i think we are responsible for our own success true and if you bring in the right partner then of course you need to share in that because you made a good decision but it doesn't mean that you are who you are because of that person it means because you have a great team because you know how to assemble people that bring Absolutely. out the best in you you need to be the whole person before you enter into a relationship anyway right. exactly because i mean if we're saying that like you have to have some chick standing behind you in order to be great that's ridiculous and that creates a crutch you need to be able to achieve that success on your own and add someone to the mix who can only help and not hurt. Absolutely. And that's a whole nother topic that we're going to get into on our next podcast. Send your questions and comments into titaniumbros at gmail.com or as Sean would like, if you have a picture. (laughs) Send them in, please. (laughs) All right. We look forward to hearing from you. Have a great one.